Welcome to another episode of Honoring Hidden Heroes brought to you by MilitaryLuggage.com. The Military Luggage Company provides all branches of the military with the best and most comprehensive selection of bags, packs, and cases for field operations, deployments, travel, and even casual use. Welcome back, everyone. I wanted to start this episode off with some very exciting news. So back in episode two, we interviewed Stacy Buckner, uh, the executive director and founder of Off-Road Outreach, a nonprofit that serves homeless and at-risk veterans. So if you haven't listened to episode two yet, please definitely do that. Um, but Stacy was just recently announced as a CNN hero. So the CNN Hero Awards are anyone in the country can nominate someone that they think is making a really big impact on their community and the nation. And Stacey Buckner was one of 10 to be nominated and filmed as an official CNN hero. So within the next couple of months, uh, Stacey finds out if she will win. And if she wins, a lot of money will be donated to her nonprofit off-road outreach, which does incredible work. And again, please listen to our second episode if you haven't. This is an amazing off honor and uh, congrats again to Stacy for this and go check out episode two if you haven't yet. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming Chris Acker, the founder of Jeeps for Vets to the show. Jeeps for Vets is a nonprofit organization based out of Libertyville, Illinois, and they do a lot of events to raise awareness for veterans and helping military members. He tells a little bit about his nonprofit as well as gives an interesting look on the Jeep community, what he calls it, which is very exciting um, because just going back with episode two with Stacy, uh, she founded Off-Road Outreach out of her Jeep as well and does most of her mission out of a Jeep. And uh, looking forward to having you all hear Chris's story with Jeeps for Vets. All right, I'd like to introduce Chris Acker with Jeeps for Vets, for Vets, the founder um, and president of Jeeps for Vets. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Good, Kristen. How are you? I am good. Um, really looking forward to hearing a little bit about Jeeps for Vets and you and just the story behind it. So if you just kind of want to introduce yourself and start there and um Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you. Uh, one thing, I am actually a veteran. I'm a Navy veteran. Uh, I served and I actually got out up here in Great Lakes, Illinois, and I decided to stay up in this area, originally from Florida. And every winter, I question myself why I stayed here, of course. <laughs> but uh, uh, so, again, I'm a veteran. And I've also been in the Jeep community now for probably 20 years. So I've got a lot of friends who are in the Jeep community, and I'm going to tell you right now, the Jeep community is one of the most caring. Uh, you need anything, they're there for you. And I love that about the Jeep community. And also, like, people ask me something, I'm there. Like, if they need something, we all go out to help out. So probably about two years ago, I was sitting around thinking, and I was talking to an organization. At the time, they were called TLS Veterans, Transient Living Services. And what they do is they help out less fortunate veterans have a chance to get back on their feet. And they would give me a list of stuff. I would run out and go try to grab stuff and do it. And one day I was just sitting there thinking, and I was talking to some of my friends with Jeeps. I'm like, hey, why don't we just do an event 
and invite people to come out and, you know, we'll charge like a $20 fee for each Jeep. We'll do a run, we'll do something and all the money raised. And we'll also ask them to bring non-perishables, uh, food, clothing items, uh, you know, pillowcases, pillows, sheets, bed, bedding, all that stuff. And the first one I did, it was very slow. It was like 10 Jeeps. But, you know, we started it. The second one I did was 50 Jeeps. And then, uh, and everybody started coming together. Everybody started bringing more stuff. And, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It brought a tear to my eye when I started seeing all this starting to happen. And I got to see some of the veterans we were helping out. And that just hit you right dead in the heart. Uh, some of these guys are down, on their, down, down, down on their lock. So I kept doing it, and then I started up another. Uh, I started another event on top of it called "Remember the 22 a Day in May," because unfortunate the 22 a day. If anyone knows about that, 22 veterans a day commit suicide on average. The number has gotten better, but even one is too much. So I started doing that event, and I'm up over 200 jeeps who, you know, come to that event each time now. So it's awesome. I love it. Uh, I get to I get to meet all these new people. We talk Jeep. We talk veterans. I've met so many other veterans out there, veterans in my community who own businesses. So of course, you know, I'm gonna you know push those guys like, hey, this guy owns this. You should go see him. He's a veteran. Stuff like that. Um, and it just it's been growing and growing and growing. And today, I actually started a Texas chapter. There's actually a veteran in Texas who I've been talking to back and forth, and she just started the Facebook group today, the Jeeps of Vets of Texas, and she's actually got, I think, 50 members already down there, and she's going to start doing the events that I do down there to help out veterans in her area as well. That's great. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious um, what your inspiration was behind starting these events and then... Um, eventually forming jeeps for vets uh one thing that really hits me is one time i was at the va hospital i'm actually a disabled veteran myself so i still go to the va hospital uh and i was sitting there in the pharmacy one day and i heard this kid talking he's been homeless for two years and when i say kid he was playing in his 20s or something and he was so excited because he got accepted to a program at the VA hospital to where they give him housing and food and things like that. But he was worried about making it till Monday. And I was looking at all these other guys around this kid, and he's excited about it, but yet he was worried about making it. And I'm watching him. No one was paying attention to him. So I kind of went over there, started talking to the guy, listening to him. And I kind of picked his brain a little bit, you know, to make sure it wasn't crap. You know, he wasn't lying or something. And basically, I grabbed him. I took him to the sandwich shop. And I told the lady, I was like, here, make this guy a sandwich. I'll be right back. I'm going to go get some cash. And, of course, she looked at me funny because I didn't, wasn't giving her money. And I'm telling her to make a sandwich. So I just gave her my cell phone. I said, look, I'll be right back. Here's my phone. I'm going to go get some cash. I'll be right back. So I did that. I went and got 100 bucks out of the machine. I came back. And... I showed her the money, so she gave me my phone back, and I looked the guy dead in his eye, and I said, look, I am entrusting you here. I want you to use this so that you can have a place to stay and also get some food till Monday. And I hope he did, but, you know, I can't. I don't know. But, you know, my heart tells me he did. So, and I hope that's what happened. And that was like, 
it was like a little switch clicked in my head. There's so many guys out there that what if that's all they need is just someone to listen to them mm-hmm. and that will help them get through the, the phase or the, the funk that they're in, you know, and just help them get past that and move on to the next step of their life or go to something better. And that it was almost like a ton of bricks just hitting me in the face right after I started thinking about that one thing. And ever since then, I've just been wanting to help out guys. And I still go to the VA. I'll sit there. If there's a veteran talking, I'll look, listen to them. I'll talk to them. I'll listen to their horror stories. Some of the horror stories I've heard will make your skin crawl. But yeah, just listening to them, it, I think it actually helps them. So, and that was... But back to the one kid, I think that's what really triggered it for me to start doing this, to help out, you know, Mm -hmm. those guys who are out there who need it. And no one's paying attention to them. Yeah, giving a voice. Yeah, giving a voice almost to people who are in a situation like that. So Mm -hmm. that's very cool. So can you just explain a little bit more what happens at these events? So obviously you said... Um, the Jeep community gets together. Is it kind of like a ride and you're raising awareness and funds or does everyone kind of bring uh, an item like you were talking about or how does that work? It's actually all of the above. Okay. Uh, I do work at a Jeep dealership. So what I do is I have it set up to where we all meet at the dealership in the morning and I'll have some raffle prizes, uh, military luggage. Actually, they sent me two backpacks, which I raffle oh. those off for prizes and awesome. help raise money. Uh, I think the last event we raised $13,000 and it went to help out less fortunate veterans. Um, and so we'll start here. I'll do some raffle prizes. We'll sit and talk and I'm getting pulled in probably five, 10, 20 different directions at all times. So I try to say hi to everybody, but yet mm-hmm. everybody wants to talk to me or my admins are grabbing me. Hey, we, you need to do this. Hey, we got to get going or something like that. They like keep me on track. So thank my admins. <laughs> And then what we'll do is we'll all get together and we'll get a police escort. And it's probably about a 10-mile ride. And we'll all stay together in a convoy and just picture seeing 200-plus Jeeps going down the street with a police escort. And I put it out on Facebook, uh, all the social media, telling people, hey, this is going to be happening. This is about the time we're going to be going by your house. And you'll see people standing outside their house with flags flying in the air, things like that. And well, of course, all the Jeep guys are honking their horns and everything like that. And then we uh, the, remember the 22 a day. I actually go to my hometown. It's called Gray's Lake. We're not my hometown where I live now, my wife's hometown. And we shut down downtown Gray's Lake and we all park the Jeeps in downtown. And we all park them. When everybody gets situated, we get all the clothing, things like that, out of our Jeeps. And they've got a trailer there where they accept all the donations. And they also sell merchandise there as well. And it just helps bring awareness, one, and two, they, you know, raises money. And when everybody gets situated, I do have a DJ there, so I'll grab the microphone. I'll ask everyone, hey, come on up. I just want to talk to you guys. I want to thank you for coming out. I want to tell you about why I do this. Uh, I let everybody know I'm a veteran as well. They all know that. But anyway, I, you know, remind them and I tell them about what I think about the 22 a day and why I think we need to start paying attention more to this because these guys gave up everything just to fight for our country. It could have been anybody who just went through boot camp and got stationed here in the mainland or it could be a guy that went to Iraq 10 times. 
So there's so many different variations of it, and one is they're the same. They all offered, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I, I want to bring awareness to it, and I'll say something, and then I'll get a guest speaker too, who's like a mental health, you know, doctor or something, and then he'll say a speech about it. As soon as we're done with that, I'm like, hey, let's go have fun and just enjoy and relax. So then everybody starts talking Jeep, going around talking about Jeeps and stuff. And it's all, I just, I love it. Like I said, the Jeep community comes together. They help out. They, they, they love to donate their time. I mean, so many different things we do with feeding my starving children, with helping the veterans. I even started doing a clothing drive for a place called Veterans Closet. And that's for, it's in a really bad area, but they also, for veterans, they come out and they get to go shopping like they're actually at a mall or something or at a store, and it's all free because it's clothes that are donated to them. So that's something I also started yeah. doing. And sorry I'm rambling. No, no, you're not at about, all. I, yeah. I um, so it. I'm assuming that you partner with a lot of different nonprofits in the area to be yes. able to give the donations and money to, um, mm -hmm. you said feed my starving children was one. We do that, but or we don't really, it's just, we go make box lunches for kids. Okay. So, and that's just something we do. Um, the clothing, the veterans closet, that's one I just started doing. And there's a big organization. A bunch of people probably have already heard of it. It's called the Oscar Mike foundation. I'm not partnering with them. However, I'm helping them, and we're going to have a lot of Jeeps coming out to the next motorcycle event, and we're going to have the wounded uh, veterans in the Jeeps because they can't ride motorcycles, so they can actually enjoy the ride as well. Honoring Hidden Heroes is brought to you by www.militaryluggage.com. If you're a new listener and wondering what Military Luggage Company does, we supply tough, rugged, and functional gear for all branches of the military and first responders. For our listeners right now, we are offering 10% off your entire order. Enter HHH in the coupon section when you're checking out. Again, for all listeners, if you enter HHH in the coupon code during checkout, you'll receive 10% off your entire order. Great. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm always looking for something, some other way I can help out veterans. Yeah. Um, and being someone who, you know, you said at the beginning of the show, um, being a disabled veteran yourself, um, mm -hmm. what kind of advice, I guess, so every episode we want our listeners to take something away or gain gain something from our episodes, whether it's helping one person or 20 people or 100. Um, mm -hmm. What is something you would say to those um, veterans who maybe are just going through a disability for the first time or have been living with one for a while um, what would you say to them about just being motivated and passionate about um, doing something like this or, or living out a dream of theirs? Well, I mean, if they're, if they're a disabled veteran and they're not getting their help, ask for it. Mm -hmm. There's so many uh, veteran organizations that will help you out. Wherever you are, all you got to do is Google veteran organization, veteran help, something like that, and something will come up for you. Um, if you're looking at like what I do, there's so many things you can do. There's got, there's VFWs, there's, uh, 
any, you can just Google, again, veteran organizations and just walk in, hey, how can I help? Or if you own a Jeep, start a Jeep thing. Mm-hmm. The, I love the Jeep community. They all, they, they're awesome. And I'm sure you probably know people who own Jeeps and you can vouch for me. They're awesome. I do. It's very interesting. Yeah. This concept of the Jeep community. Um, I've been on a couple, you know, rides and veteran rides and one of my really good friends owns, uh, or I'm sorry, is the founder and president of off-road outreach, North Carolina, where she takes her Jeep out. Yeah. Takes her Jeep out and serves homeless encampments and does outreach like that. Mm -hmm. I, like, where does that come from? I guess is it kind of just how the jeep's built? It can do more. Or? It's it's a frame of mind. I mean, honestly, when you get a Jeep Wrangler, it, 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 I, the best way I can put it, it like transforms you. It's like it's mm-hmm. freedom. I mean, you, it's no other vehicle. Well, they did make another vehicle here recently. You can do it, but you can take the doors off. You can take the tops off. You can enjoy it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like freedom. It's almost like a motorcycle, but you're on four wheels, and it's awesome. Uh, and everybody you talk to, like, you'll hear some people, oh, I don't want a Jeep. It gets bad gas mileage. You talk to a Jeep person, they're like, that's miles per gallon. It's not miles per gallon. So it just it just makes you – it's like a – I don't know. It's almost like taking a happy pill. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lifestyle, it seems like. It is. Like a community. Yeah. That's great. And we all just want to reach out and help out. If you ever see a Jeep person broke down on the side of the road, I guarantee if you sit and watch, you'll see at least five Jeeps stop and see if they need help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I know you said you're really excited because you said you just found out about potentially growing to Texas, which is yes. awesome. Congratulations. Um, what do you see next for Jeeps for Vets? Well, I've got the, I'm excited about that one run. I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about it, but maybe this will be after the run. So, <laughs> but I'm excited about that Oscar Mike Foundation. Uh, I've, I worked with them last year and we helped out and I learned about a lot about their organization. They actually help, you know, wounded veterans, you know, quadriplegics, things like that. And they have a rugby team. They help, you know, rehabilitation, things like that. And they've actually got a compound out here. So okay. I'm very excited to be working with them and actually having some of those veterans jump in the Jeeps with us so that they can actually enjoy the motorcycle run as well in a Jeep, though. Uh, so that's my fir- that's the main thing I'm really excited about right now. So sorry. Uh, as far as that goes, my I'm slowly planning stuff. I'm just trying to figure out other veteran-related things I can do like throughout the summer. And then in November, of course, I'm going to do a veteran run. It's where everything is just like my room number, the 22 a day. We'll meet at the dealership. We'll do some raffles. Uh, we'll sit and I'll say a speech. Thank you. I'll ask all the veterans to raise their hands. I'll say thank you. Things like that. Everybody, you know, shake their hand. Thank them. They're a veteran. Da, 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 da. And then we'll take off and we usually go to a VFW. And we'll stop there and then donations. And then you can go into VFW, hang out, and then disperse after that. So that's my next veteran run yeah. coming up. And I'm always looking for other things to do, especially now I'm finding other organizations I can work with. Yeah, for sure. And I know after this, hopefully I'll be able to connect you with some great organizations I've uh, gotten to meet in my time just 
um, doing this podcast for a military luggage company and then living in a, in a military town myself for a year. Um, so very exciting. I think awesome. just lastly, I think you brought up a really good point. Um, the 22 a day, which again, for those of you who don't know is, uh, the number of veterans who take their life per day, um, I believe it went, it might've gone down a tiny bit to like 21, um, but 22 is, yeah, that's, well, that's great that it's, it's going down, but um, can you just talk about the importance of mental health among veterans? And I'm sure you have a lot of your own stories, just meeting different (laughs) veterans along the way with Chiefs for Vets, but can you just talk a little bit about that and what people can do to support them? You know, if you see anybody, it could be a veteran, it could be anybody on the street. I mean, I'm just going to be vague on this one, okay? If they, if you look at them, they're down. You know what? Help them. That that little thing you do right there could make that person's day change. It could make their life change. Uh, and the same concept with veterans. I mean, a lot of people aren't interacting with veterans, or they don't even know they're interacting with veterans. So I can't really say it that way. Uh, so. That's why I'm being vague. If you see somebody, help them. I mean, that'll that'll drastically help out, and it'll make you feel better about yourself. Now, if you are around a lot of veterans, of course, if they're talking about something about, hey, you know, yeah, yesterday was really hard, things like that, all you got to do is give them an ear and listen. And especially when you talk about the 22 a day, that could be all it takes to bring that veteran back on this side to where they're not thinking about taking their own life. Just something small like that, or anybody on the street you're talking about. It could be the same thing. Uh, and that's my big thing. I preach that to everybody I talk to. I talk about when I go to the VA hospital. Some people ask me, they're like, why do you go to the VA? You've got medical you know, care and all this other stuff. And I tell them I choose to go there because I'm around other veterans. And what if I do listen to one guy while I'm there? And that's all it takes. And I bring them back onto this site where they're not thinking about committing suicide. That's good enough for me. I I won't know. I don't know if it did. But however, if I could have, that's all that matters. It makes me happy. So just give them your ear. Or if you see somebody struggling, help them out. That's it. Yeah, thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. And just hearing the rides and the fun outdoor um activities you provide uh, for veterans and everyone. It sounds like a great way to maybe get outside your head a little bit and just get to experience life to the fullest. So uh, you're also playing a really big part in that. So thank you for what you do as well. Thank you. Um, is there no, any a, last things? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say those, the first two podcasts I listened to, those are big shoes to fill, man. <laughs> <laughs> we we know a lot of great people and you're one of them so yeah thank you yeah um is there anything else you'd like to say or um maybe if you want to throw in your website or any of your social media handles sure people can follow Uh, i actually my website is jeepsforvets.com it's j-e-p-p-s the number four v-e-t-s.com uh it'll have a picture of me on there. It'll tell you a little bit about my mission. I also have merchandise for sale on there. Uh, and there's a donate button on there too. If you click on that donate button, it redirects you to Veterans Path to Hope's website. So the donation does not go to me. It goes straight to those guys to where they use that and it helps out veterans. Like I said, all, all the money I raise at the events, 
I don't even touch it. It just goes straight to those guys. Uh, and that helps out those guys. My social media, I do have a Jeep Servettes Facebook page. Um, I have uh, an actual Facebook group, Jeep Servettes, and a Facebook page. I also have on Instagram Jeep Servettes as well. And it's just J-E-E-P-S, the number four, and then D-E-T-S, and that's it right there. And now I've also got a Texas chapter. And my dream, it's the dream. It could happen. I don't know. I would love to have Jeeps across the nation doing the 22-a-day event just to help bring awareness. And, I mean, I, I'm slowly working on it. Uh, I One day I hope it happens. But that's my dream. So Amazing. Well, we're super excited to follow you in that dream. So thank you so much for everything you do. Uh, your other volunteers or those involved with Jeeps for Vets. Uh, we are happy to have you on the show and thank you for all you do. Thank you, Kristen. Appreciate it very much. Another big thank you to Chris and his team for everything they do. Again, Jeeps for Vets is in the Illinois area, but they are looking to expand. Uh, so if you're interested in maybe starting your own chapter, having Chris's assistance or joining with him, partnering on an event, definitely reach out to his website or us and we can get you in contact as well. I think just... I feel honored. <laughs> I'm speechless. No, I'm just kind of thinking about the past nine months and all the people we've had on Honoring Hidden Heroes. It's just really inspiring. All of these hidden heroes have commitments, families, full-time jobs, and the fact that they're using their free time to just help our nation's heroes, first responders, their families, veterans, and people in general is just really amazing and inspiring. And I'm really glad to be a part of this podcast. And I hope you listening are able to get something out of this too, and hopefully be inspired yourselves. So we look forward to the next episode and we'll catch you next month. Thanks for listening.